Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Love Era Podcast. I'm your host, Ms. Kevlin Stage, and we are here for an interactive live game episode. Your husband and co-host. Oh, you're correct. The Kevlin Stage. I'm joined by my husband and co-host. <laughs> the Kevlin Stage. Make sure to get your tickets to keep your distance comedy this time. All proceeds go to helping us fund our soundstage. Okay, bye. I think that's one of the questions I asked. Like, what really? is one of your dreams or something? Because I wanted you to have the opportunity to do that. Oh, good. Okay. That's so sweet. So uh, welcome to the podcast. I should do the welcome again. Uh, we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of happiness. And as we are rounding out the end of the year, I'm making, like, super, super light type episodes. And I was struggling to figure out what to do today. And I wanted to do something fun. And I wanted to do something interactive. And because of COVID, obviously, it's difficult to do things interactive. So we have our Patreon audience. Shout out to our Patreon audience. Stage crew! Uh, they are all... Did this become a fraternity? No, I was not making any fraternity sounds. Any sounds that sound like a fraternity are purely fictional and by coincidence only. Please. I just wanted to make a sound for SK. That's all I wanted to do. Please, please. I'm just a Don't GDI. Don't do that. Please, please. I'm just a GDI. What's GDI? Gosh dang individual. Got which it. means you're not Greek. I don't know. Okay. Uh, I didn't go to HBCU. I'm not black But enough. we had um, uh, Greek. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, um, so we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of happiness. And what I wanted to do was make this Hold episode. Hold on. I want This is funny. If you're a fan of everything we do, you are a spicy stage wing boo. <laughs> That's the spiciest Josh, yeah. right? Stage crew, Angel Wing, and Boo Hive. It's funny. Spicy stage wing boo is hilarious. Thank you, Passion. Passion eight for God. Passion eight for God. Passionate. Passionate for God, yeah. So we're going to make this episode as interactive as possible by playing a game called We're Not Really Strangers. I actually own the physical copy of this game, which for whatever reason they ever look at this, please make this a... Mm-hmm. App. I, I'm not quite sure why it has to be cards. This game is quite literally set up to be an app that you just scroll through. Just my two cents. That matters none. But please do the things I ask. Uh, <laughs> so what we're going to do is allow our Patreon members to join us on screen. They're going to introduce themselves. And then I'm going to ask them a random question from this game. Are we answering two? Yes. And we are okay. answering two. That's the game we all have to answer and um, that's it. So you ready to get started? Yes. All right, Kevin, let's bring on. I'm not going to be really guest. sad. I'm going to tell you right now. Hello. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Good. So tell us um, who you are, where you are, and maybe a little fun fact about yourself. My name is Aaliyah. Um, I reside in Georgia currently. Um, moved here about two years ago. And a fun fact about myself, I'm working right now while I'm here. <laughs> you know, when you're working from home, I think that allows you to be uh, multitasking. Yes. A little work, a little fun. Yeah. You know? Yes. Okay, so have you ever played this game before? No. No. Uh, do you like deep conversations? Yes, that is the life that I live. Same, girl, same. Okay. That's my language. <laughs> Did you have something to say? I just want to say, Melissa loves this game. It is so her personality. She'll go, for, we'll go from having great conversations and then she'll be like, let's play this. And the next thing you know, it's like, when I was eight, I did not have love. I tried not I'd to. I'd be get like, girl, you got, I, I, here's why I think I don't like this game. And I'm going to play. 
this game requires you to access emotions that you don't necessarily uh, always have. Uh-huh. And for me, it's it's not easy to always do, but I'm going to I'm going to try. Okay, here we go. All right, Ali, are you ready? I am. Do you want the guest to go first, or do you want to answer first? Let the guest go first. Okay, great. That's what I want to do as well. All right, Aaliyah, this is the question. I was going to say I tried not to pick really hard questions, and then I lied. Are you avoiding any hard conversations with yourself? No. Yes or no? And could no. you possibly tell? Oh, the answer is no. You feel like you have those absolute conversations with yourself all of the time. I just started. Oh, did you? Yes, I'm on a new journey. Um, I started therapy, and I, of course, I watch you guys all the time. Started working on some stuff, read the Big Leap, all the things. So I started doing those like really hard conversations. And my poor husband, I'd be like, "You need to learn things too, and you need to fix yourself." <laughs> <laughs> okay, one part B to this question: Can you share, and you can pick it and make sure that it's like shareable, the last hard conversation you had with yourself? Yes, actually. Um, So I've been working on my journey of enoughness and Mm -hmm. kind of figuring out where it stemmed from and all the stuff of what I've learned. And I had to do a hard look at myself about my friendships Mm -hmm. and why a lot of them didn't sustain because I actually, um, why they didn't sustain. And it was because I didn't love myself enough to put boundaries. Um, Mm -hmm. I didn't love myself to actually tell them what my boundaries are and expected people to meet the boundaries. Yeah, I didn't feel enough to say, hey, this is who I am. This is what I expect. But then I was like, hey, why are you not not doing the things? <laughs> <laughs> why are you not doing things I want you to do, please? Exactly. Now. And I'm giving why you don't give back. But it's because I was not saying that stuff. So I had to have that real hard look at myself and figure out, OK, I'm enough to give those boundaries. I'm enough to say this is what I want. And I'm enough to say, if you don't give me the boundaries, bye bye. That's good. That was such a great answer. That was a great answer. That was a really great answer. Thank you for being honest and transparent and answering. Kevin? Thank you, guys. Uh, The last hard conversation I had with myself kind of happened a little bit live on Patreon. They were trying to give me money to help with the stuff we're doing, and I was rejecting that. And I was feeling like in order to continue a relationship as a social media influencer, I need to have a a barrier mm-hmm. between me and fans, strangers. We're not really strangers. And it's a way to protect myself from when I feel like people would, will inevitably turn on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the conversation I had to have with myself is that some of the stage crew, spicy stage wings, booze, <laughs> are genuinely happy for us, for me, want to support and they're not doing it on a transactional basis uh and they are um okay with me making mistakes learning growing they're not willing they're not ready to cancel me at any moment and that fear that i've been harboring may happen in people overall like the the internet overall Mm -hmm. but everyone is not waiting for that other shoe to drop so that was kind of like you know by their giving and their words i was like Dang, mm-hmm. you know, especially because people are like, nine years ago I found you and you got me through this hard time. It was like, it's more than just a content creator consumer relationship. Right, right, right. So that's hard. 
Um, wait, someone said Kevin needs to answer if he's avoiding any hard questions. Oh, right. That was, oh, but you said you were, that was the one you're avoiding. So am I avoiding any hard questions or any hard conversations with myself? My answer is that, um, I'm sure that answer is yes. And I was trying to soften it, but the answer is yes. It's just so, it's just yes. Uh, and I think, it's just yes. yes. And I think that the conversation probably has to do with um, maybe self-confidence, maybe self-esteem. I'm not quite sure how to like categorize it, but it is a way in which I have a very skewed view of like who I am and how I show up in the world that I'm always looking for faults instead of celebrate celebrating mm -hmm. who I am and the way that I show up and trying to figure out where that comes from. Like, I just feel like it developed over time and I just picked it up and like it became a part of who I am. I'm not quite sure where it came from, but I definitely like doing that work. I'm not even quite sure that I'm ready to do because it opens up. Mm -hmm. It just opens up a whole host of worms and mm -hmm. like a conversation. I'm just not quite sure I'm ready for Geneva said I'm hitting her with straight bullets. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything you wanted to add? No, that was great. Thank you. Thank you. Olivia. Olivia. All right, Christine, we are bringing you in now. Hi, how you doing? Okay. Hi, how are you? Hello, Christine. How are you? Where are you joining us from? I am in Houston. I just walked out of my office so that I can speak loud. <laughs> I love people just doing this at work and be like, shut up. I'm at work, but I'm on your business. I love it. So you're in Houston. Can you give us one fun fact about yourself? Um, I lived overseas as a contractor. I lived in Kuwait for almost four years and two of my kids were born there. Nice. Oh, wow. Wow. Very cool. All right. Are you ready to play this game? Yes, ma'am. All right. The question is, what expectations have you set on someone that has been hurting you the most? Wow. Um, yeah, that's a deep <laughs> that's just lower, lower, lower. lower, lower. <laughs> I think I need to go back in my office. Oh, man. <laughs> that's hard. Um, what expectations have I set on someone that has been hurting me the most? You want to go? No, I'm well, Christine, do you have an answer yet? I can go. I don't have an answer. I got to think about this one. Okay. So I would say that my answer is that I often expect people it's, we've talked about this before in terms of, of um, placing expectations of people, but they're silent. Yeah. So I would quite literally say, I'm trying to figure out if I have like anything specific, but I most certainly and most definitely have unspoken expectations that I place on people. And when they don't meet those expectations, not only does it hurt my relationship with them, but ultimately it hurts me as well because now my feelings are hurt, you know, because they didn't show up the way that I anticipated or expected them to. Yeah. And so what I am working on is and always working on is articulating those expectations in a very real way. So that way you have a whole entire syllabus of like, this is what I need you to do. This is your style. This is your statement of work. And this is how, what I need you to do. And so when those things aren't met, we have a conversation as to why versus I didn't say anything and now mm -hmm. I'm with you. 
Yeah. I can definitely relate to that. Um, I think I think it's more so because I've I'm more passive than anything and I'm trying not to be that way. So whenever it comes to my husband and when he does things that I don't necessarily like, I'm more of a and walk away and just be mad. And he's like, what's wrong? Nothing. Cause I feel like you should already know. You should have read my mind and seen mm-hmm. what made me mad. Um, so I do expect him to just know me and know what I expect from him since we've been together for all this time. But you guys have shown me a lot. I think about how Kev said that he's watched you grow and change over time. And I'm like, this is his chance to, to see me change. So now I just kind of just say whatever's on my mind. Um, but I do expect him to just like, if nothing else is done, at least make the bed. <laughs> like, at least make the bed before I get home. And if I come home and he sleep, I'd be mad. I'd be big mad. <laughs> I be big mad. I get that. You be mad when I'm sleep? You don't sleep. I don't take naps that often. Uh, go, Kev. Somebody said this in the comments, and I agree. Uh, let me see if I can pull it up. Shayna said this. I expect myself from others. Mm-hmm. Um, I expect everyone to work as hard as I do and as fast as I do and care about things as much as I care about them. And when they don't, I'll be like, hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have a bad habit of when you, everybody in my life falls into boxes, mm-hmm. family, friend, associate, whatever. If I considered you something more and you do something of the other box, then I'd be like, oh, okay, I'll take you and put you there. Even though no one knows these criteria but me, nobody. And it's not even something that you would expect. Right. You know, uh, I don't often give people the benefit of the doubt of not realizing what they've done and how that's come across. Mm-hmm. I just be like, oh, you did this in my own personal rule book of things not to do. You have done them. Yeah. Have I communicated that ever? Nope. Doesn't matter, you're out. I remember my therapist was telling me about that. Oh, dude, is my real dad. And she was, so this is what I don't like about therapy, but I do like it. They will ask you questions and they will make it sound so dumb, but you believe it. Mine without somebody repeating it, you'd be like, this makes sense. Right. So she was like, you know, my, my real father had done something that pissed me off. And she was like, well, did you ever convey that to him? And I was like, no. So did you expect him to just know that? And I was like, Yes. Well, how would he know that? I don't know. So I was over three in those questions. And then I realized the at minimum, I could at least convey this to him right. that this upset me. And this is what this makes me feel like. Of course, not only was not what he meant, he didn't even he didn't even realize it came across like that. And that really messed with me because there's stuff I do, especially with you. A lot of times I'm not aware of how my stuff is coming across until you tell me. And I'm like, oh, I can see that. So I really had to kind of check myself about unspoken expectations that I immediately categorize people and I never give them a chance to get out of that box. Right. You know, but I don't want to talk the whole time. Part of that is because of my personality, maybe my stature. I need to analyze people quickly Uh and put them in places so I can know how to like maneuver around around them. Uh, and sometimes I elevate people too fast to the, you know, mm-hmm. uh, inner circle and they haven't proven that. And then I'd be like, dang, Kevin, this is dumb. So 
one of the things just really quickly, uh, I think it was Catherine said on the book club is that, or her pastor, something like that said that we uh, judge ourselves based on our intent and we judge other people based on their actions. Mm-hmm. And that's often not, it's not the same because it's um, intent versus impact. So yeah. we get the benefit of the adapt, the benefit, we give ourselves the benefit of the we know what we were trying to Because do. we know what we intended. And we want people to give us the benefit of the doubt because oh, what I intended. told you what my intent was. Right. But mm-hmm. then we want to harshly judge the people based on the impact, meaning what they actually did. Can you see why people don't want to play this game when they're eating dinner and having hot chocolate? <laughs> having hot chocolate and napo. This was like, you guys want to cry? <laughs> Let's dig deep in our feelings and just weep on this Friday evening and cry a little bit <laughs> for desserts. Thank you so much you for joining us. Yeah, I drew it. Answer first. Oh, thank you so much for joining us, Christine. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. Thanks for having me. Before you uh, join the next person, we really quickly want to take a break and hear a word from Blue Chew. Because while we're getting deep in conversations, you should get deep in penetration. Hey, oh, nice. What happened to you? I was like, what is she going to say? Oh, 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 that's like me talking. Blue brings you the first chewable tablet with the same FDA approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. We're about to be on Christmas vacation. And what does that mean, Kevin? WAP City! Population of two, three weeks of Pound Town. <laughs> the mayor of Pound Town's here. He's staying at the home. Do you have the blue chew available? He would like to be inside of your coochie. This is a completely awkward, but Blue Chew takes awkwardness out if you decide to order it because you don't have to wait in line. You don't have to go to a pharmacy. They deliver it straight to your door in very discreet packaging so your neighbors, your kids, your whoever can't be all up in your business. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit bluechew.com and get your first shipment for free. When you use our special promo code love, love, just pay $5 for shipping. Again, that's blue, just like the color B L U E chew.com promo code love, to love it for free. Blue chew is better is the better, cheaper choice. And we thank them of course, for sponsoring the love hour podcast. And remember that your support of our sponsors also makes this podcast possible. So please, please, please go to bluechew.com, enter promo code love, love. support bluechew for being one of our most long-standing sponsors of this podcast. And of and, erections. And long-standing sponsor. Part brought to you part by Blue Chew. All right, next person. Is it Terika or Tarika? Which one? Tarika, like Paprika. Hi, Tarika. I'm Kevin. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you guys. All right, Tarika, tell us where you are and, of course, one fun fact about yourself. So I'm from California, but I'm currently in Georgia. I've been here for about 10 years. And one fun fact is I applied for my PhD in clinical and community psych. That's amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. And you have... (laughs) That are completely out of this world. 
Melissa's a big quite literally my favorite thing ever. It's the only reason she dated me. Yeah, pushed me over. Can you see my beard? Not really. It's like a little. Am I losing my attraction? My attractiveness to you? Say it again. They're still there. You just have to look closer. But does the beard help? The beard helps. And Melissa's a fan of salt and pepper beard. My gray is coming in. Congratulations. You have beautiful. Are you ready to play? I'm ready. All right. The question is. How would you describe your relationship with yourself in one word? Hmm. Um, that's a great question. I would describe my relationship with myself um, in one word. Okay. The initial thought is funny um, because me and me have conversations all the time. Okay. <laughs> we need to work things out. <laughs> um, um, but I would say it is pretty healthy, healthy. Um, and when I don't feel like I can have a real conversation with myself, I have a team around me who I'm like, okay, hey, I might not be thinking about this the right way. Let me run this by you. Here are my thoughts. And um, that really helps me to hear the, hear, um a sound perspective and then reflect and be like, okay, let me come back to me and me and let's think about this and then I can go forward. That was a really great answer. I, I need your team of people to also be my team of people. Kevin? Support you, I, would say, I would say I have a pretty honest relationship with myself. Okay. Mostly honest. I, I feel like Melissa's a myself. So having a conversation with her, Melissa will, listen, call me out on my BS. Melissa is, you are not BSable. So it allows me, you know, uh, to be honest with myself in a way that even when I'm lying to myself, you be calling me out on my lie and that makes me true. I feel like I'm pretty healthily honest with myself and nothing else. Uh, my answer, and then I want to read some of the answers that people said okay. as well. But someone in the comments said incongruent. That's a great word yeah. for me. Uh, and the reason why is because uh, Stephen Lewis attacked me during the live <laughs> episode. A couple of weeks ago, if you haven't listened to that episode, it's probably two episodes ago from this episode. And he said, he didn't say it to me, but also he said it to me that I have a dysmorphia, image dysmorphia. Mm -hmm. And like that hasn't stopped ringing in my head since the moment he said it. Like every morning I'm waking up and I'm like, so listen image dysmorphia let's dive into this and so i think that most certainly um describes my relationship with myself and what i'm trying to do and be better at and working through is ensuring that the way that i see myself is an accurate is an accurate description of the way in which i show up in the world and not some disfigured Mm -hmm. totally flawed way because I view myself so flawed. Yes. All right. No, I don't mean body dysmorphia. 
uh, Adina asked, do I mean body dysmorphia? You normally hear dysmorphia in terms of body dysmorphia, but for me, it would be, um, it's image dysmorphia. All right, can we read some? Did you want to add anything, Tarika? We're gonna, um, we muted you because we were getting some feedback. I am just a, <laughs> I stepped out. <laughs> I hit the wrong button so many times, I'm sorry. No, you're fine, go ahead. Well, did you want to add anything? Um, no, I just was thinking like, that sounds great. Like, and I understand how I appreciate that you are thinking about that. You know, it wasn't just, he said it and it was like, okay, cool. I'm just going to put that away and not think about it. You know, she looked like, you know, on Friday when the mom of Craig's mom was like, okay. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I thought of when you said that. Melissa just first came on saying that you got images. And she was like, okay. Right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you so much for playing with us, Tarika. God bless you. Can you read some of the answers? Yeah. Uh, which ones? Just read some of these. Complicated, incongruent, evolutionary, um, wishy-washy, evolving, I think is a good one. Hard, inconsistent, another evolving, um, toxic. That's honest. I can see that. I think a lot of us in some ways have, sometimes we can be toxic with ourselves. Yeah. I think uh, I call it our uh, inner voice or inner monologues. Inner bully, Stevon says. This is what Stevon calls it, but sometimes that's toxic. I'm a bully to myself. Yeah. For real. Okay, next person. Next person. Okay. Uh, Kevon Beige. Join us. Hey, y'all hear me okay? Yeah, is your name Kevin? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ah! Good. <laughs> Damn. Hey. All right, thank you for joining us, sir. Where are you playing from? Uh, man, I'm from Little Rock, Arkansas, man. Little Rock, baby, yeah. Little nah, Rock. No banging. No, I knew you were going to say no banging. Everybody, no. listen, the funny thing about that, that dog on banging Little Rock is so old, but you know, when you hear something, you just be like, this is what I know of this now. Almost 30 years, and you know, eh, you know, still remember. I've been to Little Rock since then, it, it didn't seem anything like that. So, yeah, I, you guys need a new documentary. We do, I don't know what it is. <laughs> you know, we need something though, you know. And you, hey, real quick, you got something on your shoulder. I don't want you having like a Rudy G moment, but like you sneeze, oh, and then all of a sudden, you know, my hoodie. Thank you. Oh, okay, I'll make sure a little bit of honey mustard. <laughs> all right, Rudy Giuliani, and you know, wiping your boogers anyway. <laughs> All right, you ready to play, Kevin? Hey, I'm scared now, but let's go. Let's do it. Right, Have you go. be in Discord all day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I'm so glad we got that Discord. Yeah. Listen, I, I took a step back from Discord because y'all could have it. I'd be in there talking every once in a while. I was in there last night. I said one thing to two people, and then I fell asleep. <laughs> all right, here we go, Kevin Beige from right. Little Rock. Here we go. Your question is, what have I tolerated from people in the past that I no longer have space for? Woo! Jesus. Uh, Do you see, Kev? Do you see why Melissa will there be some like after dinner? She be going straight, but this is Melissa's love. It Look is. how happy but she is. But I did. also I literally just screenshot the first like 18 questions. I didn't even pick or choose. This is not after dinner entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> At all. <Dude. laughs> this, um, this requires some some deep self-reflection. It is yeah, good. Like my artist beat. My yeah. heart is 
What was it again? <laughs> Read the question for me again. I'm sorry. One more time. What have I tolerated from people in the past that I no longer have space for? This might be my roundtable. Okay. Um, I, I'll say this. Um, I'm I'm often considered the nice guy, right? Mm. But it's because I was raised to like care about people and their opinions. So I know one of the things y'all talked about before is like saying no to people. I have an issue with that. So um, I don't really have space for people who take my kindness for weakness now. Yeah. Um, before it was, um, it was like I I wanted to say yes to um, make people feel good and want to be around me or something like you know not really um, appreciating my input on something but saying yes to whatever they're doing or saying just to have that friendship or whatever. But now it's like, you know, if you don't respect where it is I'm coming from or what I'm going through or what I'm trying to do, uh, what I'm trying to do with my family and stuff like that, if you're not making space for what I require right now to get me where I'm trying to go to, then I can't I can't really just go with what you got going on because I got things I'm trying to do, too. You know, yeah, that's good. Um, that's that's that, I think that's the biggest thing right now is just really. Um, I think I said something about boundaries a little while ago is you know, just me having my boundaries and really sticking to those boundaries for myself. Love that. That's a great answer. Is your name Kevin Beige in Discord? Yeah, I was so, so that they were recognized because I, yeah, we, yeah. oh, got it, got it. Um, that, that was a fantastic answer. That was a really great answer. Thank you. I got a little weird. I got a couple. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you can't see him. I got no, you can go. I'm actually quarantining right now. Uh, I didn't. I meant to, yeah, say that. I'm quarantined. I'm a firefighter here. One of our coworkers, uh, a guy, a family member, caught it. Uh, got the vid, so he got sent home. So they sent the whole crew home. So I'm in a hotel, so I'm glad my uh, my Wi-Fi is working good right now because it's been janky. So okay, <laughs> God, you made a way out of no way. I also want to say thank you so much for being a firefighter. That's an yes. amazing um, job. You never hear nobody and, say defund the firefighters. People right. are like, no, no, we like them. We're trying to help people. Exactly. I, I, I saw somebody say, you never hear firefighters defund firefighters because they just show up, help people, and go home. That's, That's exactly. it. <laughs> you ain't going to be before you long. That's yeah. it. That's it. It'll be before you long. They come and help and leave. That's yeah. it. Um, read it one more time. What have I tolerated from people in the past that I no longer have space for? I'm trying to think of my answer. I think I, I think about my career mindset from when we first moved to LA and what I allowed myself to be and be talked. How I was able to people were able to talk to me. And now how I would never, ever in a million years. And I think the biggest thing is valuing my own things I own. Mm -hmm. I think at the beginning, I was so busy trying to be on mm -hmm. that I wanted to be, you know, and it's crazy because I had signs across the way right. that what I was building was stronger than I was realizing. But I felt like I needed the validation of people who I thought were bigger platforms than me. And I think even in some ways to this you know, day within this year, you know, I've still been surprised. And I think what I uh, what I bring to the table, and what my audience, you know, audience that we built, their support is more than than uh, I even realized. And and it's more than enough. 
without change, without exception. So you ain't gonna, you know, and so sometimes that means saying no because I don't want to do it. Sometimes saying no because my audience might not like it. Or a lot of times, y'all don't know this, we turn brand deals down because I'll be like, the Patreon is gonna know I ain't. They gonna be in the comments like, hey, you know you don't do that. And I'm gonna be like, this is gonna make the whole brand deal. So it allows me to be more honest with myself and just be like, this is not a good fit for me, you know? So I'm grateful to you guys for that and grateful to myself for that too. That was a great answer. Thank you. Uh, can I be people in my question? <laughs> what are you talking about? Listen, I thought about answering that way too. I was like, shoot, I there's feel a- like low key. Sometimes people might treat you better than you treat yourself. Listen, Hello? I know you were harder on yourself. Hello with the word, okay? I honestly feel like it's love on again. Love on. It's Listen, me. It's me. It's me. Alone. I am the culprit. I am the mean person. I am. You're the, the Wizard of Oz. I am the Wizard of Oz. I am the person. Wait, are you the villain in your own I history I am the book? villain in my own. This is what I was going to say. I'm quite literally the bad guy, the villain in my own story. You're Aaron Burr and yeah, Alexander I'm, No, I'm Aaron Burr and Aaron Burr. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have to be this way, Aaron. Like, it doesn't have to be this way. And so I feel like for me, what I am no longer tolerating for my from myself to myself, hello, is someone said negative self-talk. And I and that's quite literally, I just yesterday was like looking up affirmations to tell myself on a daily basis, even something as small as like, uh, trust your intuition, trust your instincts. They won't lead you astray. Because I do things where I'm second guessing myself. Like, who does these? Mm-hmm. And then you be right in the end. Like, girl, just if you would have did it right the first time, listen to yourself the first, right, listen to yourself the first time, right. you wouldn't have this redo the second time. Hello? Pardon me, Liz. Are you wearing bird, sir? Yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. So, yeah, I feel like for me, I I'm no longer tolerating my own ish. <laughs> like, no longer tolerating myself. It's me. I tolerate. I'm sick of me. It's me. It's me. Oh Lord, standing in the need. <laughs> like it's me. So yeah, I think that's what it is. Thank All you so much. Thank you so much, Kevin. So much Kevin Bay. Thank y'all. Love y'all. Be safe out there. Should uh, I do another one? Yeah. Before we bring our next guest in, let's take a quick break and tell you about ShipStation. The holiday season is here and holiday shoppers are buying more stuff online than ever before. If you're an online seller like me and Liz, you're struggling to keep it up, get your ship together with ShipStation. We uh, transitioned to ShipStation after our last Black Friday debacle, which was us being completely overwhelmed, completely out uh, out of our wits, having the most difficult time streamlining our stuff. And uh, this year, Melissa's getting ready to launch. Is it, can I say that? Yeah, it'll be out actually the day the day this podcast comes out. She's just Thursday, texting the, the supplier. Was, um, uh, my shirt should be available and my notebooks will be available. And getting all those out because I know you guys are waiting for them. And Melissa has a really good design. I know it's going to be a lot smoother because of ShipStation. Um, you know... No matter what you're selling on Shopify, Amazon, eBay, your own website, ShipStation brings all your orders into one simple interface, making them really easy to manage from any device, even your cell phone. ShipStation works well with all the major carriers, including USPS, FedEx, UPS, 
even international, you can compare and choose the best shipping solution every time. And right now, the Love Hour listeners can try ShipStation for free for 60 days when you use offer code LOVE. love! Make sure your business can meet the demands of this massive online shopping season. This year will be the biggest online shopping season there is, obviously, because we can't go outside and shop. So you want to make sure that if you are an entrepreneur, that you have your merchandise available online to snag up some of that, uh, your share of the money that will be spent. And you want to make it as easy as possible using ShipStation. Get started at ShipStation.com today. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in love. Love. That's ShipStation.com. Enter offer code love. Love. ShipStation.com. Make ship happen. Also want to talk to you about Beachbody. Listen, it's the holidays and they're here to undo all your work. I, I um, you know, shoot, since Thanksgiving, I've been slipping a little bit. As you can see, you know what I'm saying? I'm not where I want to be. The fact that you can do that. Not where I'm used to be, but because of, Beachbody, because of Beachbody, I don't have to slip into my old unhealthy routines, which is Thanksgiving through Martin Luther King Day, <laughs> slipping. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm a very busy guy in Beachbody. There's a lot of programs that I can do that uh, allow me to get it in for a minute, especially insanity, which is like 30 minutes. Yes. You know, uh, I usually wake up at six. So today, before I came on and shot this podcast, I was like, let me get a quick workout in. I pulled up insanity on demand, knocked it out in here, got, got big musty in my room because frankly, guys, it's too cold outside right now. You know, it is too cold. It's yes. windy outside. It's cold. And I just don't feel like doing that. And with Beachbody, shoot, the amount of time it takes me to drive to the gym and park, I can be done with my entire workout, shower, shave, ready to get on about my day. And I tend to do better when I start my day off right. This is the same company that brought you P90X, 21 Day Fix. Now you can check out new programs like Muscle Burns Fat and 80 Day Obsession and start every day strong. Hundreds of effective workouts. For all fitness levels, including bodybuilding, weight training, cardio, HIT, yoga, and even dance workouts. Workouts short as 10 minutes that don't require extra equipment. And the time it takes you to park, like I said, you can be finished working out. You can get a special free trial membership by texting LOVE, love. to 303030. 30. Y'all know y'all want to work off this holiday weight and get a head start on yeah. 2021 because I am declaring, I am decreeing in the name of Jesus. Yes. That 2021 yeah, is going to show up better than 2020. We need to show up better in this body, okay? Get full access to the entire platform, all workouts, nutrition information, and support absolutely free. Just text love to 303030. And now back to the show. Regina, are you ready? Oh, hey guys. Hello. Hey. Show where are you joining us from? I'm in Minnesota. Hey, big soda. Mm-hmm. Anybody call that? As I said it, I was like, nope. it's probably not really a thing. <laughs> you know, I like you know two liters, but I also like mini sodas. Do you know? <laughs> cool. That was a great Regina. She was like. Oh, okay. Do you now? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's snowing in Minnesota? Not today. Hey. Oh, okay. I just feel like Even it a should couple be hours. It, it might. We actually have sunshine today. 
Oh, that's great. Sunshine, blue skies, please go away. My girl found another and gone away. You know this? With her, with my future. Temptation. But so I wish today, it today, I stay locked up in my room. I, I know what you do. It might sound strange, but I wish it would rain. Oh, how I wish it would rain. rain. Yeah, I had to wait for my time to cut in, okay? He was crying. Because so badly, I want to go outside. Because a lot of dick. It's a lot of pain. Yeah, it's a lot that part of going through. Yeah, he was getting pain. sick. Yeah. He was Man, going through. That's why I take showers and I need to cry, so you can't tell the difference. I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay. When was the last time you felt most yourself? Mm, that's good. Oh, that's a great question. Most myself. Mm. Uh, actually, advocating for my daughter. Mm -hmm. mm. Uh, well, there was oh, there was several years where her health was really scary. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, she had diagnosis of different developmental challenges and so on and so forth. So um, just the natural way that I knew how to advocate her for her, what to do, um, knew more information about things that medical professionals didn't know. Um, I knew I'm like, I'm supposed to be her mom, you know, I, I know, yeah. you know, so um that is the sweet and admirable answer. The other one would be uh, an after dark answer. <laughs> hey, <-o! laughs> what you talking, Regina? What so you those said? Would be, those would I be the terms I'm like, I know. For you. <laughs> That's what I know. I'm listening, doing what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> Now that's what I know God is real, Listen. amen, because I felt my help coming off. Ain't no mm -hmm. beyond that need. I think okay. we all understand we, we can read between the lines. That was a bleach. Okay, <laughs> all right, Kevin. I last felt like myself when I was making the incomplete song. I, I outside of my ankle hurting, I felt like this is what I want to do with my life, not make music, but being able to create freely uh, without, you know, uh, restrictions, uh, just making people laugh. Knowing when I shot that video, I was like, people are going to get a kick out of this. Mm -hmm. This is what I want to do with my life, which is make people laugh, create opportunities for others as well. But at the core of who I am, I want to make people laugh. And when I was shooting that, which was only like last week, Wednesday, and business version of myself, when we was making that video at the or when we was doing the walkthrough of the new soundstage, I felt like I have dreamed so many things and now the stuff is happening so fast that it's almost scary. Not even almost, it is scary. No, it is. Cause it's like, you know, like that property, we weren't, I still think about, we were in the racism office this year. Mm -hmm. That office was tiny, mm -hmm. but it was so big to us because we were like, we got our own office. Yeah. We went from the racism office got the new office, which is much bigger, much more expensive, and then just added on a soundstage with more offices. If you would have told me that in a year, we would have been into the our third office, mm -hmm. 
in that time period? In that in less than a year, no. with the pandemic that stopped our main source of income, mm -hmm. I'd be like, you are lying. There's no way. Yeah, there's no me, way. Me and Melissa is more conservative than me, but I'm I can be really conservative too. I can clam up. And when the tour was like, I was like, okay, you know, and uh so I, I felt more like my ambitious self when that happened. I was like, dang, this is real. So yeah, that was it. That was a really great answer. Uh, when I felt most like Melissa, are you not sure what to say? I don't know that I have an answer here. Yes, I bet you you were teaching. Girl, it's been so long since I've even done that. I mean, you teach all the time, like through your vlog. That's true, but I would say the time where I really, that was, thank you, Regina, for helping me. Uh, <laughs> the time when I truly, truly enjoyed teaching was um, like, and, and uh, so many thoughts, Melissa, so many thoughts, get it together. Okay. So I'm going to give this answer, I think, because I think teaching is a time when I do feel like my most authentic self. But the last time where I actually felt like, man, I just felt like God, it was twice, actually, where I just literally felt like everything that was coming out of me was what God would have for me to say. Mm -hmm. It's happened twice. Mm -hmm. More than that, but recently twice that I can remember. And that is when I taught at Sarah Jakes Roberts. Uh, very first conference that was probably three years ago now, um, I was one of the speakers. And mm -hmm. when I tell you there was just something about that moment, the atmosphere and the preparation that I put in, you couldn't tell me that God didn't give me those words to yeah. say. You just couldn't tell me that. Uh, yeah. The second time- Can I guess? What? The second time? Mm -hmm. The Lego? Yes. I did taking up your space. Yes, I did a. Um, she teaches. She does all nations. She's part of the all nations conglomerate. I was going to say franchise, but I don't know if that's like shady. I don't mean it shady, but there's like multiple of them. Uh, and she does like their internet version or something, their internet arm. I don't know. Let me not give too much detail because I don't want to be disrespectful. Anyways, uh, I was asked to talk and teach about uh, women of wholeness, being a woman of wholeness. And again, it was during the time where I was going through my own journey of like showing up for myself. And I got this very powerful visual of Legos and what it means to be Legos inside of a bag versus what it means to be Legos as you've been built up and not being able to fit back into that bag. And again, another powerful teaching, another really powerful moment. And I can distinctly remember, even as I was teaching, feeling like some of these words weren't words that I prepped for, mm -hmm. but they were, I knew that they were what God had me to say. And that's when I, when those are the rare moments for me, but when they hit, cause I don't use, I feel like God told me lightly. Mm -hmm. like you I, do I, not, you don't listen, play with that. I don't play with it. You ain't never did. Listen, I don't play with it. Uh, but that, those were definitely times where I felt like this was real. This is who I'm supposed, this is my calling. This is what I'm supposed to be doing and it's teaching. So yeah, that's my answer. Okay. All right. Thank you so, Thank much, you so Regina. much, Regina. God bless you and your family. Tiffany, are you ready? So, Tiffany, are you ready? Hey, guys. Hey, girl. How you doing? I'm good. Uh, tell us where you're from. 
I am from Detroit, Michigan, born and raised. Hey, Big Troit. Yes. Do, do people say Big Troit? No, they might say Motor City. Say Motor City. Nobody says Big Troit? No. <laughs> they say it's so cold in the D. Yes, yes. How the, are we supposed to keep peace? Okay. Yeah. Let's get, me and you, Tiffany, let's get Big Troit going. All right, here we go. Are you ready? Yes. Big Troit. All right, Tiffany, the question is, is there anyone who's changed your life but doesn't know it yet or doesn't know it? Um, no, I believe in actually giving flowers while they are alive. I don't I don't believe in the principle of giving flowers while they're dead. I think that asinine, you know, talking about the person while they are laying before the congregation and be like, oh, this person was so-and-so and the person doesn't even know. Yeah. Um, so I like to give people their flowers while they are alive and present so that they know what they mean to me. Um, so I try to let that person or persons know ahead of time and not while they're, you know, dead. When they did. Girl, you was tiptoeing around it, but we got it. <laughs> All right, Kevin, that's awesome. I really do believe that you should give people their flowers while they're alive. And I, I don't often think that we remember to do that in real time. So that's good. Uh, everybody close to me, I usually tell them what they mean to me, done for me. Arnest J, the comedian, uh, and Lil Duval. They both, and Steve Martin, they all did comedy their way. And it helped me to realize that I can do it my way. I don't have to subscribe to a certain style of comedy so that comedians will like me. As long as the audience who pays has a good time, then that's all that really matters. So I don't know any of them personally, but they have changed my life. That was a good answer. Kev saved my life. Kev saved my life. Uh, my yeah. answer would probably be... Uh, this is going to sound so corny, but my answer is probably Kelly Rowland, like Kelly Rowland, <laughs> Gabrielle Union, Nia Long. Uh, those are probably the three that I think of like right off the top of my head. And the reason why is because if you follow me for any period of time, you know that I've struggled with uh, like low self-esteem that really stemmed from not stem, but part of it was. Uh, being born in this chocolate skin. And so my definition of what it meant to be pretty or beautiful or cute or whatever uh, is someone that's always been much lighter than me. Always, always, always. And then I suddenly had this revelation of women that I felt were my skin complexion that were just beautiful women, namely Kelly Rowland, Nia Long, and Gabrielle Union. And I was like, oh, girl, so like you can get it together because like people that look and have your same skin complexion are just as pretty as these Ooh. women that you admire and look at that are much lighter than you. And yes. like, you don't have to only fit into this uh, mold. Do I have I ever met these people? No. Uh, but do I stand these people even today? Absolutely. And the reason why is because they gave me the opportunity to see myself differently. Yes. Um, That's good. Um, Melissa, I literally messaged you on Instagram and I gave you your flowers after you did your um, Love Hour podcast about your journey. Mm -hmm. That's literally light bulb moment went off for me because that was like the epitome of like oh my god 
I'm going through the exact same thing because growing up in church, when you're a PK kid, yes, <laughs> the that you have been on, I have been on the same journey. Even though I'm 35 right now, it's like the light bulb went off, and I just got married, so I gave you your flowers. So if you ever go through your Instagram DM, there's a long three page. Oh, now I gotta go find. I'm it. writing you a three page. I DM. used to be good about going in, but I haven't been lately. But I will go look for it. Thank you, because girl, you are rocking and you're shining. And so the last question: When you did your uh, pictures for your vlog, I believe that was your true moment because you definitely shine in it. I was gonna say that too. Lately, I have been finding a lot of um, joy is the word that I will use. Not in like taking the pictures. I think that's still something I'm growing accustomed to, but the um, creative process <laughs> of like the set design and like getting things together, that is something that I actually find a lot of joy in. The, the, it's, it's your aura. It comes through. Oh, thank you, Tiffany, girl. This was good. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Tiffany. God bless you. God bless you. Have a good night. Or good day, girls. Only 12 o'clock. AKB, are you ready to be seen? Come on, Fedora. Yes. I love a good Fedora now. Listen. Uh, AKB okay. been working. I know you at work. I seen you. You just turned to the screen right now. <laughs> yes, I'm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Are you ready? Tell us where you're from. Oh, my name is Alicia and I am from Augusta, Georgia. Hey, Big Gusta. We have a lot of people from Georgia. Big Gusta. Yeah, a lot of people um, joined us from Georgia. Gus Town. All right. This is the question and it's a wild card. I'll and, and it is set an intention for this week. That's it. That's it. It says stick to it, but y'all just set the intention. Okay. Um, huh. <laughs> this may sound uh, like I'm supposed to do this, but I have not done it yet. Okay. So I, this week, and for me, the week ends on Friday, I'm going to get out all of my orders, all of them, including the custom orders and going to start on projects that I want to do for myself. That's mm -hmm. good. Yeah. I've been putting it off. Like I can't get to this because, you know, I have to do that. And somebody ordered a custom one. Now I have to go this. I have to go to Joanne and get some more, you know, and thank God for the orders, but it's constantly pushing what I want to do for myself back. So I'm going to thank you, Melissa and Kevin by Friday. Yeah. I am going to finish all of my orders and I'm going to start on the pieces that I've had in my mind for months for myself. I yeah. love that. Uh, and it sounds like what you're actually saying is that you're going to prioritize yourself. That's right. Yeah. You're going to get your work stuff done and then you're going to prioritize yourself. I love that. To you. To the bride and groom. Kev. Oh, what are you making, Alicia? What do you sell or offer? What you um, I make, <laughs> I make crochet accessories. Like right now I'm making masks. So I make crochet masks like this. Oh, super oh cute. nice. And stuff. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. Dang. And right now I'm like working on a cardigan in this beautiful blue color while I'm at work y'all. Okay. <laughs> and um, 
I'm so excited, like, but I can't, it's been just in my office for months, just sitting there. So I'm going to get them all out this week and um, I'm going to start on what I want to do. Love that. Kevin? I am going to focus on the guitar. difficult. <laughs> the guitar is very hard for me. Melissa called me out. She said, I'd be quitting things that are hard. Let me tell you what is hard. This chord. See how ugly that sound? That didn't sound like That's what I'm before saying. It sounded fine. So what has happened, I ain't gonna hold you, I'm gonna be honest. I took two days off. I was so doggone frustrated with this sounding ugly. I can't make no videos if it sounds ugly. I, I get frustrated. But to combat my need to be good at everything, this week, I am committing to practicing for at least one hour a day. It is very, it's hard to be focused on a whole bunch of different stuff and do this, but I have learned new things before. And here's where I mess up, and this is dumb. What I do is I watch a video. I don't learn anything easy. Mm -hmm. There's literally videos like easy songs to learn. And I'm like, no, let me watch. There's a Japanese guitarist I was watching last night who literally played 80,000 notes in like 27 seconds. Oh, wow. And I'm like, well, if I can't do that, then there's no funny way. <laughs> uh, we know I, it's called, um, what is it? Good at everything syndrome? What did you call it? It's, elite, it's elite alpha. So I'm committed to doing something difficult until it sounds okay. And that's my truth. I also want you to remember that the point of this also is to bring you joy and do something for fun. And so you stressing yourself out to how, make it a how video do you do things for be fun? because right. And I think that's what you need to figure out because you thinking about, I can't do a video makes this work. Oh, that's a good point. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. a great, but how can I show off if I don't sound good? <laughs> <laughs> Luckily for me, I realized I can't do this in any part of life. It's not just a guitar. I can't even play space for fun. I just have to play for fun. They blood. just tried to teach me not that long ago. Melissa's actually, the crazy part about it, Melissa, you know what's interesting about spades? I meant to tell you this. Your personality bleeds through in your playing style, spades. Oh, 100%. Melissa is very conservative in her bidding, and I'm like, I'm going to get these books. And Melissa will more likely underbid, and I'll more likely, oh, and it's not just you. It's mm -hmm. Greg and Mel. Uh, personality, you know, it's just totally random, but your personality comes out in the way you play. Confident people tend to overbid. Concerned people tend to overbid. Okay, that's what I'm doing. What are you doing? Uh, my intention for the week, I alluded to it earlier, is to honor and listen to my intuition and my instincts. Mm, that's the, a good one. The, the small voice that often tells me to go left because this is the right way and i'm like i think it's right i'm gonna just do it this way and then i go right I'm like doggone it it's a stupid dead end i should have went left it happens to me all the time way often more often and that's like a small example but like that happens all of the time and so i am quite literally working on um honoring my inner voice honoring my instinct listening to my instinct and acting on that good for you guys Thank you so much. Thank you, AKB. Thank you. Oh, thank you. you um, AKB, can you give your website or your Instagram? People are interested in your crochet. Oh yes. So I sell on Etsy. 
Um, should I wait? Should I comment it over here? Yeah, you, you comment, comment it and then yeah. I can post it or I can uh, pin it. Okay. All right. God, thank you so much. All right. <laughs> thank you. Bye. God bless you. All right. Before we finish, uh, talk to our last three home skillets. Let's take a quick break. Do people say home skillet? No one says. I used to say home skillet. All right, we're here to tell you about your new girlfriend, your new BFF, and what is her name? Her name is Honey. Why? Honey is your friend that has always has the hookup on everything. You know you have that one friend that you're like, oh, I'm interested in buying this. You're like, okay, so I got a guy. <laughs> That's who Honey is. She always has a guy, which is in the form of a coupon. She scours the interwebs. She finds it for you, and she automatically adds them to your cart. Imagine that you make a list for gifts you're going to buy for the holidays and then your BFF mm -hmm. randomly gives you some money to help you buy one. Sound good? Well, that's honey. That's what she's doing. You're probably wondering, is this the same honey that autom automatically searches for promo codes online? Why? Yes. Why? Yes. yes. It is. With honey, you can make a list of all your holiday gifts you want from certain stores and honey will email you when the price drops on anything on your list. First of all, so what she's basically saying is curate your wish list, right? You gonna nah. go on the interwebs, curate your wish list, and as soon as the price drops, honey's gonna be like, "Hey, girl, now's the time to buy. Right now, go buy it. Pull out your debit card. You need to buy it right now because the price dropped. Drop, cut. That's what she does for me. We are actually doing a gift exchange between us and the kids and um, Angel's family. I'm so excited about it. And so all the kids have their uh, wish list already curated so we know what to buy them. And I'm just waiting for Honey to tell me that the price drops so then I can buy it and ship it to the folks. You know what I'm saying? It makes it so easy. I know easy. what you're saying, Liz. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. Just add Honey to your computer, create a free account, and throw some holiday gifts on your drop list for a chance to win. Honey will randomly select winners and give them the money to help buy something on their list. No purchase necessary, but you do need a PayPal account to redeem the prize. Only valid in the U.S. and ends on December 21st. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash love. Love. That's joinhoney.com slash love. Love. Okay. Uh, now back to the show. Welcome. How do you pronounce your name? Mache. Mache, like paper mache. Mache. Welcome, Mache. Where are you playing from? Yeah, I'm actually in Metro Detroit, Michigan, too. Oh, Detroit. <laughs> the D is fine. It's good. <laughs> Metroit, Metrotroit, Metro D. Are you in real Detroit or are you out there in uh, uh, Royal um, Oak? No, I'm not in real Detroit, but I did go to college in Detroit and I grew up going to church in Detroit and I got family in Detroit, so I'm still. <laughs> so you're a liar. Okay. <laughs> I'm not from Detroit. I was not born there. Don't try to have me. Well, Detroit is one of them cities people take it really personal if you ain't in right. the city limits. Right. And I'm Blue Hills. You live in Howard Hills. Okay, here we go. All Welcome. right. Question. This is a lighter question, Mache. What's the most unexplainable thing that's ever happened to you? I can tell you right now, Mache. I'm going to go first. Okay, that's fine. Anita Baker calling me out in that concert. That wasn't totally explainable. I'm How? Saying. Because you know that we got tickets from the person working directly with her. Melissa, but knowing her recognizing me in that seat, I can't think of oh, another. Oh, you don't think he told her? I don't. Well. That's what I mean. I'm I'm certain he told her now. Okay, so tell me. Oh, what I, can, I guess. 
I'm, I'm talking about at the moment that it happened. Got it. At the moment that it happened, we were like, what? Got it, got it, got it. Uh, but yeah, actually now he, he probably did tell her. He, he almost most certainly told her I was going to be there. But anyway, um, at the time I was like, ah! In the moment, I got you, in the moment. Okay. I remember thinking Tony Baker was going to be sad about this. <laughs> Even in that great moment of joy, I was being petty. You need to find the picture and repost it. I did, nah, I don't want to do this with Tony again. Yeah, you I, I, I got already got a I gotta beef with John Deruda. I gotta focus on one beef at a time. I cannot have I got too many battles coming at once. If I Jonathan Reynolds is formidable. He said I ran out of he said on my last post, he said I ran out of breath before I got to the youth church. <laughs> okay, Michelle, oh, you Michelle, can go now. Yeah. I'm sorry I jumped in. No, that's fine. I think the most unexplainable thing that's happened to me is surviving car accidents that should have been fatal. Wow. Oh yeah, yeah. I think the devil that. Devil trying to take you out of here? Wait, and you Listen, said the devil trying to help me? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yes, you did. <laughs> what did you ask, Melissa? I'm sorry. I said, did you say accidents, meaning more than one? Yes. Yes, there are two particularly that should have taken me out. One that happened literally the day after I got my license. Well, actually, the day I got my driver's license. Um. No, the day after. And my birthday is on a holiday. It's on January 1st. So I couldn't get my license on my birthday. I had to wait to the day after. Um, so then the day after that, I got into a car accident, literally was kissing the tree and wow. somehow was driving this big old school 92 town car that was taller than the fence that I went under. It was snowing, all the things. And there were literally... I was, the car was out of control. The brakes, of course, weren't working. There wasn't a lot of time. I literally should have been hugging that tree. And instead, the car literally stopped right here. Um, so that happened when I was 16. And then the other one happened shortly after I graduated from college. And I fell asleep at the wheel. It was raining. I don't know how I got from Detroit back to my house. Um, grace of God, clearly. But I fell asleep and I woke up accidentally, of course, you know, in my 60s in a ditch, ended up facing oncoming traffic, but happened to be on the, like right on the shoulder. And I, you know, once I kind of came to, I saw that my trunk was open. I went behind my car to go close my trunk. As soon as I opened my door, everything from my, from my driver's door back was ruined. Everything. But nothing in the front was touched. So. God's grace all the time. I can never explain this stuff. Come on, come on. He couldn't wait. He couldn't even get the testimony out. They're trying to take you out of here. Come on, give the glory in here. I'm telling you. Cam, you have my spirit in the Shenanigans, yes, God what is I able. <laughs> I'm with it. Yeah, take me out of here. Story, he's tried several times. Several uh, times. Well, I'm happy you're here with us today, Michelle. That's awesome. It's an honor. Thank he you. He thought you was made of paper mache. <laughs> you was mad. Hey, come out here.
<laughs> Kyrie is coming up next and she's in the background doing she got the uh my hand tambourine going off. <laughs> That's my favorite That's thing. church mother. I ain't got the tambourine, but if I had, I would shake it right here. Come on. If I can't do a thing, I just raise my hands. I know. <laughs> Yeah, I love our audience. Our audience yeah. is us in different cities. <laughs> All right, thank you so much for playing, Mache from Big You're Troy. Coming. Thank you, love you guys so much. Right. And you gotta make sure you answer privately because listen, answer. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Oh, what's the most unexplained? What's the most unexplained thing that has ever happened to me? The you can't say marry me. That's you stopped me. I was That's in love with you. Uh, the most unexplainable thing that has ever happened to me is getting the job at Boeing. Oh, that was good. Because we did not deserve, we did not have the credentials, we didn't have an in. That was nothing but God. But God doesn't Amen. do what? He doesn't call the qualified, huh? He does the unexplained. He qualifies the call. Yeah. All right. All right, Michelle. God bless you. God bless you. Whoops. Cut her off too quick. My bad, Michelle. Don't take it personal. Okay. Michelle, okay. God bless you, girl. It was an accident. No, you're good. I love y'all. Thank you for everything you guys do. I appreciate y'all. Thank, right, thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh Kyrie No Irving. Hi. Hey, how are you? Where are you playing from? I'm playing from Atlanta, Georgia, but I'm from Indianapolis, Indiana. Oh, big polis. Everybody's like Midwest cities in Georgia. Yeah. Like, that's it. Paulus Indian. Naptown. We'll, we'll go with that. Naptown. There we go. I like <laughs> All right. We'll do it. All right. Are you ready for the question, Kyrene? Yes. How are you doing, really? I hate when they throw that really on there. <laughs> <laughs> that really done stuck to your bones like, like mashed potatoes. because of the tears. Um, I just had a therapy appointment yesterday mm -hmm. and I realized that I am in a place of anger. Mm. She let me know like all these different events were happening and she was like, anger is really the main thing. And I was like, I didn't realize I was angry. And she was like, you are. Um, let's get to the root of your anger. And I think what I'm angry about is people not validating my feelings mm. um, when I go out of my way to validate other people's feelings yep. and yep. me not being in a place that I thought I would be by this time because I'm turning 30 on Christmas this year mm. and I don't have a husband like I thought I would. I don't have kids like I thought I would. I lost my job in the pandemic. Um, I got a lot going on. <laughs> so, um, but I'm glad for the realization and I just thank God anyway, because even through what I'm currently feeling right now, I still know that I'm blessed and I still know that God has a purpose and a calling on my life. So yeah. Yeah. I'm feeling yeah. a lot of, I'm in a healing moment. I'm feeling a lot of different emotions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Feel your feelings as they say. Oh, that, oh man. 
That was good. Thank you, Kyrie. I hope there was a bit of release there. Yeah. Yeah. I feel it. A lot of the comments are when some, someone said um, they felt that someone else started crying uh, immediately as well. What's really interesting about some of these questions, and I think back to the episode we did with uh, Morgan Johnson, and she said something to me, and I was like, I literally, in my caption, I was like, I'm just a puddle of tears. I don't know. And she's like, I just hit a little neural network that resonated with you. And one of the things that I love and I enjoy about these questions is that those unexpected moments where something just resonates with you so strongly that you can't help but those emotions start flowing out of you. So as you're crying, my eyes are tearing as well because there's just something so um, human about, oh man, I wasn't really ready for that question. Are you ready for my answer? Because I'm going to give it to you. There's something so human and vulnerable about that, that I just, it's just beautiful. So thank you for sharing. Yeah, girl, inhale, exhale. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> that was it was great. a lot. I and feel this way every week. Happy birthday. Love our podcast. happy birthday. Happy early birthday. Oh, thank you. Yes, thank happy you. Happy early birthday. <laughs> Someone said the tears are coming again. Okay, Kevin, how are you? I am going to coin a new term. I'm scare-sided. I'm equal parts scared about this new venture soundstage app, but I'm also excited. Like in life, if it if the timing was perfect, it's probably too late. So in this instance, we've had to do something before we felt ready to do it in the midst of other stuff that we also weren't ready to do. Uh, but it had to be done at this time in order to do what we want to do. But when you sign a lease for multiple years, you'd be like, bro, I just committed myself for a minute. What if it doesn't work? And I'd be feeling like, what if it doesn't work a lot? And my therapist would be like, what if it does? And I'd be like, girl, hush. Stop always having the right answer. Mm-hmm. What, you, what you be going through? Tell me what you're your therapist. Mm-hmm. I need to know you're human first since you always got the right answer for me. And let's run a race so I can beat you at something because I feel like you'd be <laughs> So uh, scare-sided is how I feel. Like, I don't know if people are going to translate from Patreon. I don't know if people who aren't patrons, like, I don't know if people who don't know me are going to buy in. Sure. And if they don't, it could suck. Mm -hmm. Uh, But on the other hand of that, I've always said this. I'm okay with it failing. I'm not okay with it not trying. Like, we run out of money. We go quibby. They had a kid tried it. He held on for two years. They done went quibby. Not quibby. We ain't going to go quibby because you ain't give me. Ain't no way I fell with $2 billion. I know that. They had a lot of so I ain't quibby. But you know what I'm saying? I just don't know. I just don't. I really don't know. It could be a life-changing thing. It could be BT Network or it could be quibby or anything in between. Mm-hmm. Don't know. Here's the finding out. Hello. Uh... I love the honesty in your answer. I think it is super. I think people are often very inspired by the story and they see, oh, he went from this office to this office to this office. And sometimes it helps to uh, show people the fear because it allows them to be afraid, afraid but do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Because that's what like you're saying. And I think a lot of times they might see you as fearless. And doing it. And so you don't feel enough to do it because you don't have that same fearless mentality. Right. But recognizing that that you have fear as well. It could, you know, you never know who you might help as well or who you might help through sharing that and saying, well, listen, I'm looking up to Kev. This man's scared, too. Mm -hmm. Let me go out and do right now. 
let me go out and do what I said I was going to do. Uh, before I answer Kyrie. Kyrie, you also look kind of like my sister. Oh, I see it. A Just attend. You look like my baby sister. Yes. Though, she doesn't, but, but you, I see it a little you bit. You look like my baby sister. Can, Kyrie, can you give folks your cash Wait, app? How are you really? I said before I answer. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear that. Oh, I will post sure. more for a cash app to wish you a happy birthday and just to encourage your heart. Um, and I love this idea. I know What's you can cry, girl, because I want to cry too. It's too much. <laughs> See, I'll be crying too on this doggone app. Oh, man. What you talking? <laughs> okay, let me get it together. And your girl. Or Venmo, girl. Just give all the the payment platform. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Oh my god. <laughs> Here we go. Cash out. Cat, you're gonna do it, Cat. I'm gonna send it. We're gonna bless it for me and Liz. We're just gonna bless you. Thus saith the Lord. We just wanna sow a seed. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. Was it? Okay, we're gonna sow a seed into you. And this ain't from the Patreon. You know, this is from this is from us. Yeah. We, we ain't going cash balance. That's still going to the building. <laughs> you know, we're going from, from you know, first lady done give me the approval. First lady done gave me the approval. Go on and bless you. We just want to sow a seed into you. Okay, LA, we know it's a stay-at-home order. Mind your business. Oh my god, I'm so thankful. <laughs> Yeah. Share your feelings. Share yes. your feelings. Walk, talk us through why you're crying. Tell strangers why you're crying. <laughs> I'm really thankful because, well, one, I don't think you guys are strangers. Like to my friends, you guys are my big sister and big brother in my head. <laughs> um, but I'm really thankful because I am a part of Transformation Nation with Pastor Mike Todd. Hey, I know Mike Todd. <laughs> I love him and his family. And we just had a crazy faith offering. And um, about having huge, crazy faith. And I was like, I know God is calling me to like give money, but I don't really have money to give. I have like just enough to like pay my bills and get through like January's rent. And I gave anyway against my better judgment, against my mom's judgment. She was just like, you don't have no money. And I was like, I know, but God told me to give. And so I'm just going to give. Yeah. The fact that I'm like, kind of broke broke for real because I just gave on Sunday and people want to bless me 48 hours later. I'm just like, that ain't nothing but God, really. Yes! So I'm really, really thankful for all you guys do. I might not ever have this opportunity again, so I want to make sure that I take the most of it. You, Melissa, and Kevin have blessed me so much. Okay. Just so, so much. Like, I can look at you directly in the eyes, Kyrie. <laughs> Lisa has got me going. I'm not finna do it. Ah! I'm a part of the Boo Hive. I've been a Patreon member since the beginning. Kev, I've been following you since Periscope days, Facebook days. Like, I've been a part of the original 95. Original 95? The original 95. Ah! And so I just want to say that I love you guys. I love your family. What you guys are doing is not just a business. It's a ministry. And you are saving lives by just being your authentic self. I truly, truly am thankful. And in regards to affirmations, that I I am good without is, without exception. I say that like every day ever since then. So you are changing lives, both of you. And I'm just so, so, so thankful that I had the opportunity to say that because I've been wanting to say that. <laughs> 
God bless you, you, Kyrie. Thank you. If you want to bless our sister, amen, and you just, you know, believers are believing, sowers are sowing, amen. If you have a heart to give, please let the Lord bless you indeed. I'm going to let you go, Kyrie, because they're asking for your Venmo as well. For anyone who does it, um, have it so you can add it in the comments. Thank you so much. Uh, my heart is quite full right now, so I just want to take one moment before we let uh, Makiba. Yep, um, I, I think. Okay, on. Uh, but Kyrie, thank you. Thank you, Kyrie. God thank bless you. And you. happy birthday. Happy birthday. Hey. All right, here we go. You didn't answer. I don't got no good answer after all that, and you don't need no more answers, child. <laughs> let that be. <laughs> oh. All right, come on, Makiba. Oh. <laughs> Praise hey the Lord. Praise Hi. the Lord. Hey, y'all. Is, are we How are y'all? It is Makiba, yes. Oh, okay. Where are you playing from, Makiba? I am actually in El Dorado, Arkansas. Shout out to Kev on Beige. El Dorado. El Dorado. Big Rado. Grado Rado. <laughs> no, no. Rado Rado. No. no. Sharknado. <laughs> She said just no. Shark made no. No. <laughs> also, no. Also, no. Kev, do you want to come up with the last question? No, girl. Just keep on picking these crying answers. Uh, I don't think this one's crying. Let me just do okay. this. Oh, thank you, Jesus, because Kyrie took me out. I know. Just talking about how are you really after everything we've been through? I know. <laughs> uh, it was God's plan for it to come up during um, oh, Kyrie's answer. It's a good one, Makiba. Okay, Makiba. Okay, what are you currently working through that others don't see? <laughs> Look, let me hide back here right quick. Oh, Jesus. Okay, so. Uh, I didn't want to be the one. <laughs> it's already been broken. The first phase been played. Yeah, it showed up. Oh, Jesus. Okay, so. Ooh, okay. This year may three years since I lost my dad. Two years since my mom's oldest sister passed. And then in May of this year, my dad's oldest sister passed. So I have noticed that come around September, I kind of shut down and I just want to fast forward through to the end of the year because I can't take any more bad news. Let's just reset the clock. Mm -hmm. So in that, I still try to, you know, go to work, get the kids ready for school, be family time, long distance, because, you know, it's nothing for us to be 40 deep for whatever, fish fry, birthday, whatever. So this Thanksgiving and Christmas just by ourselves, it's, it's something different, and I don't know if I'm going to make it all the way through this thing, y'all. But, yeah, that's that's the thing. Just trying to speed through it and not really deal with the day-to-day, but also get through the day. I was going to say, uh, one thing that I've learned about grief, not from personal experience, but just from what I've read, is that time actually doesn't heal all wounds. Um, processing makes things a little bit easier. Mm. And right. time passed, but if you haven't processed, it's not healed. Yeah. And so uh, 
taking the time to slow down and process one of the uh the other day you the patreon knows and i guess the podcast now knows because we're getting all these comments did y'all move did y'all move we moved and the other day mckinley was at our house and she said to her mom really randomly also within earshot of us yeah why do we move so much oh my god you little shady girl Listen, it was so funny, but I remember it was really, really funny and so random. But I remember we had um, Anne Louise Lockhart on and she's a uh, she helps parents with their children. And one of the things that she said is that's how kids process things really randomly. They'll be watching TV and all of a sudden they'll say, so grandpa died. And you're just kind of like, where is this coming mm-hmm. from? But allowing yourself the opportunity to process in those bite-sized moments in the capacity in which you can stand in that moment and not expecting more of you, not, not demanding more of yourself, is it's processing. So allowing yourself right. that time and space to process at whatever speed works uh, for you is okay. That was beautiful. That was so sweet. Uh, Your turn. I- yeah, what I'm working on is being a better communicator and also knowing when not to say stuff. Um, in in my marriage, in my relationships, I, I, I had been in a place of like, everything needs to be said all the time. Uh, I've got to, you know, walk on, I don't want to have to walk on eggshells. I don't want to have to do a whole bunch of thinking. If I want to say something, I want to say something. And if I don't think about it, then, you know, know my heart. Uh, I've been working on slowing down. I get new information. Who else needs to know this? Melissa, Brennan, Tony, the kids, an assistant, whatever. Um, also, this is something that I'm thinking doesn't need to be said. I think Melissa in our relationship has spent years doing that, uh, anticipating my needs and how I respond. Uh, and here's the part that sucks. When you are considerate of another's feelings and you might not say something or do something, they don't even know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But you want credit for it like they know you did it. Mm -hmm. And that for me, especially a person whose words of affirmation, boy, it's really hard when you are not getting credit for something you are working extremely hard for or on. But by nature of doing it out of the goodness of your heart, you can't call attention to it. Yeah. Because then it's just, well, are you doing it because it's the right thing to do or are you doing it for attention? So right. that's what um, I'm working on that others don't see. Um, and it is a bit much harder. That's good. Uh, last answer for me. What I am working on is uh, working through my triggers. <laughs> They're often, girl, they're so often. Working through my triggers, trying to find out the root cause of them, and then um, like really dealing with and processing them in like a timely manner. Yeah, that's definitely- I can see that work. uh, High on my priority list. I can see that. I'm happy. Thank you. All right, uh, Makiba, thank you so much for joining us. God bless you, Makiba, from Big NATO, Shark NATO land. Still no. You'll know. Bye, guys. All right, you guys. Listen, thank you so much for joining us. Someone called this Miss Kev on therapy. Man, I'm trying to tell y'all this game is not fun. Someone else said that this is not a group game. This is not fun. 
I it's fun for Melissa. Never said it was fun. I said it was deep. <laughs> well, you say when you want to play a a game, games, you know, there's a certain funness attached to playing game. And this doggone game, it looks like other fun card games we have, like Would You Rather or Black Card Revolt. Yeah. And it's more like, when your stepfather left you, how did that make you feel? You're like, wait, how this feels personal to me. Right. But it's a great, it's a great way to not be uh, just kind of like uh, surface level questions. Yeah. You know? And I had a great time doing it with um, our audience. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Maybe we can do it idea. again. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us for this episode of the Love Hour podcast. Next week, we will have Adrian and Israel by Lawn on, and uh, that'll be it. We'll have the wrap-up episodes, the last two episodes, and we'll be back in January with Kier, and I think her name is uh, Noemi. Noemi. Um, oh, Kier and them? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. they'll be one of the very first guests in January, which I'm super excited about. So until we see you guys next week, Bye. Till we meet again.